When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Is he frozen? Is he frozen? I was just sat there. Uh, just... It looks like it looks like you, doesn't it? <laughs> looks like it's down to me to do the intro. Then, um, good evening, everybody. Welcome to uh, Podcast Nation, um, the home of the Euro Show, Euro 2020-2021. Um, I think sides on a few technical difficulties, like he did at the start of the last show. Um, first and foremost, thanks to everybody um, who's going to tune in. Um, obviously, we're just on the back of the Wales game. Uh, obviously, going to cover that. Um, I start off with a huge thank you to our guest who's coming on the show, uh, Mr. Rodri Giggs. Rodri, huge thank you for coming on. No pleasure, mate. Glad to be on. Especially uh, li- well, <laughs> listen. Um, obviously, before while Sai while Sai comes back on and we and we and we and we dig deep into the um, into the game, what's just been on? Uh, yeah. What's your thoughts on the tournament as a whole so far? Have you been impressed? Have you been? Is it better than what you thought? Worse than what you imagined? Well, well, usually, Andy, you know, you know yourself, these tournaments usually take a, a little bit to get going, but yeah. it, it seems to, some of the games seem to be decent to watch, and, and yeah. it's just getting better and better now, so we're just getting into the thick of it now, when the second and the third game start coming in, they start yeah. getting real games now, so yeah, it was a, 
Wales Turkey one was a good, good watch, even though it was nervous yeah. watch. It should have been like we talked yeah. before we come on. We should have been way way ahead. But yeah, it was a, the, mm. the, the games are coming good now. It's a good watch. Mm. We spoke. Uh, we spoke obviously at the start about the preview about about teams. Maybe he's not hitting peak form, um, and then obviously Italy played the first game, and I thought they were fantastic. And teams who've, who've Belgium, um, Holland probably overachieved. Uh, Portugal looked like they started really strong. You know, what I mean, is the scope for these kind of teams to get better, or are we are we seeing the, the best of the Frances? Are we seeing the best of the Belgium? Can they consistently f- continue that throughout the tournament? Yeah, I think they can. You know, the teams that you mentioned, they, you know, it's quality throughout. So. Hmm. You know, you know yourself when you play, but when you play with players more, you, you get to know them better. And, you know, some of these players have played together for a long time. That's why they're probably at the, the ground running. So, yeah, yeah it's, it can only get better. And to, to answer your question, I think, yeah, I think they can get better, yeah. Yeah, which is a scary thought, surely, because, yeah, exactly, you know what I mean? Exactly. I, like, like we, spoke, we, watched, we watched France yesterday. I thought they were outstanding. I watched Belgium um, without the two best players, by the way, should I mention. You know what I mean? De Bruyne and Hazard. Um, um, Ronaldo. Two goals, you know. Listen, the whole tournament as the as a as a possibility to be brilliant, and, not, and all I ask is the home nations to be in there with a fighting chance to, to to be competitive. You know what I mean? Because it's it's a big ask to be still in it. Never mind trying to win it. You know what I mean? England's expectations are higher than Wales. Scotland yeah, have got just, a big ask, um, but it's just the expectation it, about keeping them keeping them real, right? Yeah, it's just a pity Scotland have the bad result because you know from being yeah. out of the, the competition for uh, a major competition for over twenty years. You know, you'd want them to do well, but they struggled really. Yeah. You'd think they would do better with the team they've got and the year extra that they've had to, to be together and to, to get that more experience at the higher leagues. But yeah, it's just a shame. But yeah, England will qualify easy and looks like Wales have now as well. So it's just a pity Scotland did well, they still they still can. They still they, they, they no, they can still beat England and, and and win the third game. But it's it's a big ask, especially at Wembley. Yeah, it's definitely going to be a big ask. I think um, the one good thing is that, or that Scotland have got in their favour, as I said the other day, is that it's different to any other game they're going to play. It's like a derby. And sometimes derbies throw up, you know, interesting performances and results. But, you know, on paper, well, you, England... You, know, you can only look at the 1996. That was a competitive game. You know, if it wasn't for David Seaman penalty, that could have been Scotland's win very easily and a world-class goal from Gaza. So... And you look at them teams, they were chalk and cheese if you go by every player. So, you're right. And you've got some big game players in there. McTominay's played big game, Barcelona, European Cup finals, man of the match for, for Man United. So, and you've got McGinn, you've got some other good players in there. So, they have got a chance. But like I say, it's, it's a big ask at Wembley. Because, you know, England look like they've got strength in depth as well. You know, Grealish didn't play. Rashford didn't play. You know, they've, they've got a wealth of, wealth of talent. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Um, Sancho's so, even in the squad. Yeah, that's it. And I think the one thing I think they might struggle with um, with Scotland is scoring goals. Like they missed a few chances the other day. And then I saw Lee Griffiths isn't sitting in the stands. He's not even in the squad. Like I know he's been out a long time, but that's a big... Like you need goal scorers, don't you? And I think that's their main guy which makes yeah, it problematic it, like i say it's it's a big ask but you know like you said it's a da- it's a derby so you know it's going to be tight well you'd hope scotland will keep it tight and if you keep it tight then anything can happen but you know if England get an early goal it's going to be a long afternoon for- yeah 100 um so andy what did um, what did you think of wales's overall performance versus turkey Oh, overall performance I thought was absolutely fantastic. I think um, we spoke, didn't we, on Monday about um, about team selections, tactics, and and making changes or keeping the same formation, keeping the same team. And I, listen, I thought it was a very brave decision by Pagey to uh, to keep the same eleven um, because I think it was dying out for a, a few fresh faces and dying out for a, a few tactical um, tweaks even there. But I think he made a brave call. Uh, and the start that the players made, you know, I mean, I spoke about the start that they made over the weekend um, in the first two or three minutes. Today they were better, but for longer. You know, I mean, they, they, they continued their attacking probably for six, seven, eight minutes. And how they weren't one, two, if not three, nil up in the first seven, eight minutes, I, I, I think it's a travesty. And the problem that Wales have is that final touch and that final finish. And um, and for me, I thought it was, thought it was so disappointing that they didn't get um, 
didn't get the rewards for that play. Um, but I'm so glad that we got the. Uh, I'm so glad that 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 Pagey's, he looked a relieved man after the game. He looked at his coaching staff looked a relieved team. Um, and I believe you know. I mean, I don't believe that the, the the shell shocked or the shock that they've got there. I just think it's a relief, which in on the players and the nation and and, and each other the pressure they put them on themselves um, turned out to be a good result. I think um, I thought Gareth Bale, I thought Aaron Ramsey, who I was quite critical of of the first game, um, along with some of the other big players in, in the home nations like Harry Kane, for example, who didn't turn up on the first game. I thought they came to take came to the park and I thought were absolutely phenomenal from one minute. To the end, I thought they were brilliant. How did you think the game went, Rodri? How do you think they started? Were you surprised with with Robert Page's team selection? Were you surprised with how they set up? Um, we were, talk- we were talking uh, a couple of days ago about what I was going to I was going to set up, and will he have the same team? It, you know, it's it's a big call for him, and it's obviously the right call because it's got the right result. But he needs he, he needs his big players to turn up. We knew that at the start, and you know Aaron Ramsey's should have had at least two or three, but he's got the goal. And Gareth Bale, on a, all right, he, he missed the penalty, but he set the second goal and, and kept going. So you, you can't knock him for there and his leadership. So, but it could have been a lot easier. But you've got to give credit to the, the managers is to, to stick with the same team and, and make the changes that he did. You know, you've got to give, give it to the coaching staff. Do you think Are you surprised? Is, um, um, how much stick? How much... I mean, he's getting. Are you surprised in terms of the, the stick that the manager's getting? Like Gareth Southgate got stick for not playing so-called players, and now Robert Page is getting stick for not playing certain players. And obviously, they're getting the results. Is it not a results business? And people should just wait and see how they get on before making those kind of judgments. Yes, yeah, you know. When you're in camp like that, the the manager's seeing everything. We're just seeing it from afar. You know, everyone's a, a football manager these days. Everyone's a coach. Everyone, you know, has got an opinion. But these these managers obviously know the players. You know, seeing them day in day out, and they're getting the right results. So we can't really question them really. You know, but we do. We still do because it's it's what we do. But yeah, you know, Robert Page has done a, a, a brilliant job. Same as Gareth Southgate. Robert Page he threw in the deep end a little bit, you know, last minute change. And it's just a good job that he knew all the players, you know, most of the players coming from under 21s and the big players have stepped up for him. Do you think um, there's something to be said for maybe moving Gareth Bale into the number 10 position rather than out wide? Because I thought um, he did more damage in the central areas today, you know, obviously from the corner. But, like, obviously his vision for Ramsey's goal, um, he's obviously got incredible vision and close control and things like this. But he hasn't quite got the legs to race past people like someone like Daniel James has. And obviously there was a, I think it was a moment in the first half where we had a three-on-two attack. And Bale just didn't have the legs to beat the defender, but I think he can do a lot of damage more centrally. Would you say that's an idea, Rodri? Like again, it goes to, to the manager and what he feels is best, and what the opposition and what better plays Gareth Bale be in the team, you know. And he's obviously picked the right one because we've got the right result. And you know, like I say, I'd say again, it should have been three or four nil, but you know, we've got the win. It, it, the manager's done a great job. And we're into the next, we're into the, you know, really, after the Italy game, we're into the next round. So it's it's plain sailing now, to, to be honest. So you can't really knock him. It, yes, he's not as mobile as he used to be, but, you know, he can still do damage at the highest level. Yeah, 100%. Whether he, um, he's on the left, whether he's in the middle, whether he's on the right. Yes, he hasn't got the energy yeah, things, but, you know, you just gotta, you've just got to manage that. And it looks like Robert Page is doing that. Yeah, and I also thought um, Moral and uh, Meepham, I thought they deserved a load of credit today because they got a lot of criticism and Connor Roberts on the weekend and I thought the three of them had excellent games today. And I think that's, um, that shows a lot of balls to, you know, to put a performance where they, you know, they were at fault for a couple of the chances and, and the goals and to come and put in a performance like they did today is sensational to be honest I was really impressed with all three 
no, it was it was a massive game for him. You know, it's it's, it's a pressure situation. You know, it's a must-win game, and, and they've, they've performed that must bode well for him in the future, give him big confidence. And the whole team, really. we know Wales has got a good team spirit. We need that, uh, and, and we showed that today. So. But yeah, the players you mentioned, all of them really. Ben Davis has not played many games. He come in and did a did a really good job. You know, all the subs that come on did really well. Rondon sticking his head in at the end. You know, everyone. We need everyone to to to, to pull the part, and, and it looks like he did. Yeah, hundred percent. And what did um, I thought Aaron Ramsey particularly had a sensational game today. He was quite quiet on the weekend, but. Again, responded in the right way, didn't he? Again, he's another player that's not played many minutes, so he, he might take time to get you know minutes under his belt. But the first game's obviously done him well, and then the second half, this game, he looked, he looked back to his old self. But he's still not going to be hundred percent. But you know, if he's hundred percent, I'm pretty sure he, he sticks two or three of them away. Yeah, that's it. Um, Andy, what did you think? of uh, France yesterday. Oh, I just have to bring you back in, mate. For some reason, we're having all sorts of issues with connections this evening. But, uh, Andy, what did you think of uh, France yesterday, particularly? Um, I thought the game plan was, was phenomenal. I thought uh, the Champs came out. I think there was a... I think there was a rise in Benzema. As he brought him back enough held him out a little bit and, and brought him for the bench and, and just brought him in slowly, potentially. Um, but I thought Mbappe, I thought it was phenomenal. I thought his pace was was frightening every time he got the ball. A little bit like uh, James today, you know, they, they give him in, in the areas that he wants it. Um, they can't handle him. You know I mean? The, the Germans are renowned for the defending, but they just couldn't handle him at all. Every time he got the ball, they were scared to death of him. Um, you know, but the goal he scored, which was offside, was, was amazing. Um, I, I just think that we're going to see a, an amazing tournament from the, from the best in the world that he's you know what I mean and, and uh, I know talk off air about, um, about Pogba I thought Pogba came to the party but he's been to the party all season with United um, but Rodri said uh, at, the, at the beginning about um, it's easy when you've got cash next year and I agree he's the best player in the world who's your protector and when you've got a protector next year then you're in you you're in a you're in a zone where you can go and attack and not have any concerns or worries behind you and he, and he, and he played with that he played with that no fear um I thought that I thought defensively, I thought they were very strong. I thought Lloris in goal, I thought it was fantastic. He came for every cross. He was very brave. Um, yes, there was a couple of half chances from Jerry, but um, there's a lot coming. But I think dangerous with more to come. That's been for the rest of the nations, and that's worrying for England especially because the way that the draw is potentially going to pan out. If Italy, if sorry, France continue the way they are in the in the group stage, and England hit them. It's going to be very dangerous for uh, for English football, but to, to potentially try and get past that because I don't see any, any weaknesses in it. Yeah, and Rodri with France, I think I saw a few people on social media, and I just saw a couple of comments there saying, "Oh, didn't think they were that great." But for me, it's the opponents that they were playing against, and they were still pretty good. Sorry, I was on. Sorry, I was on mute. Yeah, it's absolute nonsense. They're playing Germany and they're just really just playing yeah. off the park. It's very comfortable, really, and not really playing that great and still won comfortably. So, yeah, look out, really. So, yeah, they, they, they look scary. And they've got the same with, with England, really. They've got a team that they could play two 11s, but, you know, French look a bit more solid at the back than England. So you know, if if they played England, you'd, you'd worry at the back. Yeah, hundred um, percent. I think I think so. Si, if I was picking, if I was picking a team now to 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 win it off, what I've seen so far, the box, everyone's players. England wouldn't even be in my top five, and and I think that's probably the concerning bit. Um, not for me as a, as as a person. You know, I'm not expecting England to win it. I'm expecting to get to the quarter semis at least. Um, what for a team like France? Team of um have shown one game um, and the potential that they've got to push on and kick on with the squads that they've got and the players that they've got and the way that they played as a team against some good nations, either in Russia, away from home for Belgium, or in Germany, against Germany, who don't get the respect that they deserve for me. And I, and I think that's disrespectful. Rodri just said it there. You know what I mean? They played against the Germans away from home in Munich. 
they dominated the game. Start to finish a couple of edgy things. German defending the the attack. West legs have gone a little bit. The support the Dirk and Abi quiet. Not he's got Lewandowski playing with him in Bayern Munich. It's it's a difficult national team when you're playing with different players week in week out because their club sides are better than their national teams. Yeah, hundred percent. Roger, just out of interest, who did you fancy before the tournament to uh, to win it? France. So France. has that changed France. at all? Have France. you seen anyone who you fancy? Well, you've got to look, you've got to look at Belgium and think, but then you, you look at Portugal and think. Well, so Portugal, Belgium, or France? I'd be very very surprised if the winner come and it wasn't one of them three. But you know, probably England as well. But just worry of England, you know, at the back. If they played France, would they play a three at the back and then, you know, play Kyle Walker to cancel out Mbappe? But then you've got still Maguire that they can, you know, he's not the quickest, though. It, it's, yeah, it's, you just worry with England at the back, but France. And then you're going to look at Italy. It's looked really, really good. Mancini had a well drilled, really good team. So there's Italy as well. So you can't forget about them. Plus, they'll be at home. So, yeah, yeah it's. Um, it's, it's, it's a tough one. It's a really tough one. But they're, they're the four that you think. Do you reckon, um, Andy, do you reckon Italy will make changes for that Wales game now if they beat Switzerland tonight? Um, I believe they'll give a couple of players a game. I think they'll, they, they might have some players who need the match fitness. They might have somebody who they don't want to risk a yellow card for. There might be different circumstances. They might want to try a different shape, formation, etc. Because um, they're already through, they might strategically not want to win the group. Don't know. You know, there's permits can go across the board um, that people have tried to do or do do. Um, one thing Roger said there about how, Italy, how good Italy were—they were so good, they were so fit. That was one thing that I picked up from that game. They were so fit. They're running from the minute one to the minute ninety, um, and that was the thirty-five-year-old centre halves to the nineteen-year-old fullbacks. You know what I mean? They were absolutely phenomenal, um, and that's one thing that you that you can't drum into a player is the desire. Want to keep a clean sheet? Desire one want to run through, but you couldn't be. You know what I mean? Like some players today watch the Wales game. They looked like they cared. They looked like they wanted to run through a brick wall for every one of their their fans back home and every one of their fans in Baku. You know what I mean? Some people look like they're laid back and they don't care. But you know what I mean? The Italy players for me were fantastic. Uh, I believe Mancini will. He'll, he'll utilize his squad. He has to utilize his squad because you can't keep the same squad, the same eleven, same eleven for. Six seven games of the tournament, so I believe um, he'll he'll mix it up for the Wales game if they win tonight. I fully expect him to win tonight, um, and then it will just the Wales game. But then I fully expect Pay to make some changes as well because I don't think that he can keep the side um, and play as attacking as he did today and and going to that kind of tournament and go and, and going to the following stages on a, a, pot- a potential heavy defeat. You know what I mean? For me, I think he needs to shore yeah. things up a little bit and, and maybe go a little bit more defensive. Maybe maybe play the false nine and save a Kiefer Moore, who took a little bit of a battering today, by the way, with a few headshots and a few over... And he's on a booking as well. Things and, ...and makes you appear into the late. Yeah, careful. Yeah. The other thing, um, Rodri, with, I suppose, with Wales' final game in the group stage is you've got Kiefer Moore on a booking... But you've also got Joe Allen, uh, Aaron Ramsey, Gareth Bale, and there's, I think, one or two others who've barely played football this year. So it does seem like that would be the game to maybe either rest them completely or rest them for half just to keep them fresh. And in Kiefer Moore's uh, case, you don't want him to be banned for the knockout stage. Um, yeah, Kiefer Moore, I think you've got to wrap him in cotton wool because, you know, he's probably the one player that would probably miss the most because, you know, he's, he's a focal point up there. You know, you've, you've missed Bale and Ramsey as well, but I think, you know, you've, you've got players that, that can kind of do a job for him there. But, yeah, Kiefer Moore has been brilliant up there. So we need to keep him keep him in cotton wool. But, you know, you've got to look at the, the game tonight and see how it goes. You know, Switzerland are more than capable of, of, of beating Italy or, or getting a draw. So, you've just got to keep an eye on that game and then just take it from there and, sit and see what happens after that game. You know, we're pretty much through, but, you know, do we want to win the group or do we want to come second? That's what well, the page has got to think about now. Yeah, I saw a comment. I did just put it up on screen. I think it was from Craig. He said, um, "If I think if Wales win the group, they go to Wembley. If they go 
save their seconds, they've got to travel to Amsterdam. I think either way is better than travelling out to Baku and playing in that heat. Um, yeah, we'll be, we'll, be, we'll be in Italy at that point, won't we? So, yeah. For the Italy game, we'll be playing Italy. So, it's not too far, Amsterdam, Italy or, or back to here. So, yeah, that helps. It helps a lot because travelling, you know, Andy will tell you, as a footballer, travelling, it, it doesn't know why, it just takes it out of you. So, especially if you're playing games every three or four games in, in 90 degree heat, you know, it's, it's going to take its toll on you. So, traveling yeah, yeah, is not great. It is brutal. Um, apologies, guys, about the connection. I don't know why, but StreamYard does not like Andy this evening. It just keeps booting him out and in and out. We'll try and get it uh, sorted as we're going. Um, but just while it seems we got you here for the first time uh, of a few shows, Rodri, kind of get your. Overall takes on the tournament so far, just uh, players who've stuck out or moments, teams, whatever it may be. Kind of interested in how you've seen it overall. Uh, I was just talking with Andy before when you got cut off. Uh, they, you know, usually, they usually start slow, these tournaments, but this one seemed to, you know, the first couple of games weren't great, but then they, they seem to have got into it really well and they're enjoyable games to watch. So, and they're only going to get better because, the, the, you know, the, when it gets to knockout stuff, it gets really edgy, and and you see games teams going for it instead of being defensive. So I, I've enjoyed it. I've, I've enjoyed it. It always helps when you've got your own country in there <laughs> doing yeah. well. So, but yeah, it's, it, I'm enjoying it to be fair. And like I say, it's only getting better. There's lots of, yeah, lots I of think... goals. There's lots of goals. Good goals. You know. Not just any tapping. There's some good goals. Ukraine and one, uh, the guy who scored against Slovakia. You know, there's, some, there's been some really good goals as well. Yeah, and I think overall it's been enjoyable, haven't it? I think um, that obviously Saturday was brutal to watch, and we discussed that at length on the on Monday show. But um, I want to kind of just fly through some of the the games which we've had since Monday show. So obviously um, you had the eight o'clock game on monday which was as i bring up my thing what was that it was germany france that was. germany france yeah of course yeah. i'm getting my days mixed yeah. up so we talked about that a little bit what about the germans though um andy like how do you see kind of the way they performed would you be worried if you were a german fan or like me and me and you andy have got germany in our sweepstake so did, what did you think of them overall uh I don't think you can judge him against against the French against the French. I don't think you can judge him against the Portuguese. You know, I mean, they've got an unbelievable tough group. You know, got a really hard group. Um, do I believe they'll get through it? Um, it's going to be a tough now. You know, the first game so important to not lose. But important getting something for them. Um, we weren't get them. There's a shoe in because, yeah, I'm not sure what's going on with the connection there, mate. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what it is, it keeps kicking him out, and then he'll come back in and he'll be all right for a second, and then his connection just goes really fuzzy. And like, don't know what's going on. I'll answer his question. What was the question? Um, I was just going to say, like, from Germany's point of view, like, what did you think you know, of their you know, performance? It's, it's there in the you know, they're in a bad group, you know. Yeah. Hungary obviously are going to be the whipping boys. So they've just got a hope. Well, they've still got Portugal and Hungary to play, but you'd think they'd beat Hungary and then they've got to like cross the fingers and hopefully get in the third place. If they don't get a good result against Portugal, you know, they could easily beat beat Portugal. We're talking about Germany, we're not talking about no scrubs. So they've got good history in these tournaments. So you can't really you know put them out of it already. So no, it's a tough group, but they're more incapable than, 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 than beating Portugal, and, and Portugal more than capable of beating France. So, you know, when you've got Ronaldo on your side, you, you can beat anyone. So, it's a tough group, and that one, that group's got a long way to go yet. So, even though France did look really good, you know, it's still... It's such a hard group, isn't it? Yeah, like, with, when you've got, like, Portugal in there, it's... Yeah, um... like, yeah, and Germany, and like I say, Hungary, I know most, but I think they're going to be the whipping boys in, in that group. Yeah, that, that's unfortunate for them, isn't it, really? Like, there's not much they can do. But 
easily though you could also see germany beating portugal or you know them all beating yeah. each other and it suddenly makes that group so interesting going into that last game yeah you could easily um, have, you could easily have all four teams on four points so yeah it, it can it could easily go that way yeah it's like i say there's a long way to go in that group yeah Yeah, 100%, mate. I'll, um, what I'll do is I will go to the next game. So, did you watch the game earlier today, which was the Finland-Russia, wasn't it? No, I, I caught little bits of it. I was I was on the golf course, but I caught little bits of it. Did you catch that and the Finland-Russia game earlier on, or were you, were you in work? No, I, well, I've seen the highlights. Um, yeah. and, uh, and to be honest, I think uh, Finland have... Um, Listen, you know, we, we spoke, didn't we, about the Denmark game, about the effects, you know, I mean, you don't know about the aftermaths as well. And for, they look like a little bit of a hangover from something that might be the, the game. And I mean, it, it's a lot of a player mentally and physically. You've been holding a game of, of, of you know, it, it, for me, it affected them in a bigger way. Uh, but, Sure, the better side. They've created the better, more chances, the better chances, um, and it really opens that group up a little bit and makes probably, uh, depending on how Belgium get on later, it'll be a, it'll yeah. open a, open a can of worms for everybody. Yeah, it's uh, it's all the groups have got their own sort of uh, little stories going on, and I find it really fascinating. The the group even like uh, Group E where you got like Poland lost their first game to Slovakia. I was really impressed with Slovakia. And I think one of the things that Slovakia have done since the last Euros is when Wales obviously played them in the last Euros, they had a lot of ageing players who looked slow and, and off the pace. Whereas now they've got quite a young core of a team. And I thought they really deserved to beat Poland and they got the result. But Spain dominated Sweden without getting the three points. Rodri, what did you think of Spain's overall performance? Because obviously everyone expected them to come and win, uh, but they couldn't break the, you know, they couldn't get a goal. Yeah, it was, what was it? I think it was 83 or 84% they had in throughout the whole game. You know, that's a lot of ball possession and not to, to really create <clears throat> much chances. So that's a worry for them because we know how Spain can keep the ball and how they can pop it about, but you know, you've got to put it in the back of the net and if you can't do that, you know, people just defend against you like like the team did and made it difficult for them. So, yeah, it's, you, you'd still expect Spain to go through, you know, they all, like I said, it's, there's, a, there's a long way to go yet. It's only played one game, but yeah, 83% is a lot for, for a game of football to have and, and not score a goal. Yeah, they missed a lot of chances, didn't they? As well, um, I think they missed. Uh, they missed. <clears throat> you know, they played Morata and then the kid from Atletico Madrid's on the bench, and he scored a lot of goals. And Morata, Matt Morata didn't look great, so maybe they changed that because if they're getting chances, you know, they've got to have someone to put them in the back, the back of the net. You know, they miss a Raúl or Fernando, Fernando Torres, a real top striker. But if they've got a guy who scored twenty goals in the league and won the league, you know, surely you'd be playing instead of Morata. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta you gotta play him, you gotta play those form players in tournament. So I, yeah. that's what I always think. Um talk to me a bit about Ronaldo, mate. Uh obviously he's the now all time Euros uh record goal scorer. And uh, he did it again for Portugal. He drags him through. What can you say about him? He's just, you know, 35, 36 years of age. You know, he's, he's the same age as Wayne Rooney and Wayne Rooney's retired last year, so Ronaldo's still Banging goals and breaking records, so you know it's just a a kid. You need to watch it. If you're a kid, you need to watch Ronaldo because you know he watch what he eats, watch what he drinks, and just and just try and emulate him. And it's difficult. You got to have the talent as well, but it's hard work that he puts in. You know, it's not by accident why why he scores goals and and drinks water. I love so, that. This is. You know, you know, it makes me laugh that because it was a story when he was a kid when he was playing for Man United and he, and he was walking around the the the, um, the training ground with a coke and a coke and it was actually Ryan that told him you don't fucking drink. They're basically mm. saying you don't drink that here. You don't. And 
I made a big thing out of it and you know he's obviously took it on board because you know what he did yesterday with the coke and then when he scores the goals and, and he just keeps on doing it and it's just it's just a marvel and we just got to enjoy him while he's here because you know you don't see these type of players you know they just don't come come around every year they're, they're special special players yeah that's the thing isn't it it's like it's not just how good he is it's the age he's at now to still be able to perform at the you know at the level that he is and, and be in the shape he is well, it's, like it's, you say that's uh that's the thing for kids and everyone to be it, looking at yeah it's clean living you know and he's a professional footballer and he's got a professional team that he plays probably a million a million and a half for to look after him massage nutrition so you've got uh, you know he's all in with at home but you know he's reaping the rewards at 36 he's you know he's adonis so that's what you want play yeah, as long as you can and, and as, as the highest level as you can and, you know you probably go to his 40 I mean, you wouldn't be surprised if you see him in the next euros yeah that's the thing like i said um before the tournament started to andy and like everyone watching i said I thought he was going to have a good tournament because I felt like it was probably the last national tournament that we'll see him at. So he'll want to go out with a bang and he's got something to prove where people are saying he's passed it, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I think the one thing is you're right because he keeps himself in such phenomenal shape. You wouldn't be surprised if he comes back like in the World Cup or whatever, in, you know, at age 38. So, like I say, he's got people looking after, after him his well-being, his health, you know, he's just a freak and he's a freak as well. So, yeah, he's, you know, he's going to play to his 40, no problem. You know, you look at, you know, you look at Tom Brady in the, in the NFL, he's, he's 44. All right, it's a different kind of sport, but, you know, he looks after himself as well. And if you look after yourself, you can play as long as you want. 100%. It's, um, it's a bit interesting. Portugal got a couple of other good players, haven't they? Let's not be, I think it's not, Everything is on him if Portugal nope, defense, to do well. Defense is really good. Uh, Fernando got obviously Bruno Fernandes, and they've got some other players that you know, Jotty obviously didn't have a, a great game, but Jotty's a decent. You know they've got some decent players. Portugal. Yeah, Renato, Renato, Renato Sanchez. Thereabouts as well. Yeah, I just think they're one of those teams who will kind of like they'll just scrape out wins quietly, and before you know it, they'll you know they'll be in the semi-finals and they'll all be. Uh, all be good and whatnot. In terms of, um, so I want to go back to Wales just briefly. With Wales now, is it? Uh, do, do you think they should be looking at it from a point of view of shall we try and finish first or second, or is it literally just get through and you get who you get? Uh, we've got to look after your best players, so you know, keep them all. Shouldn't really play if, if you know. If, 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 run his eye out he looked knackered at the end so you probably give him a little rest and you just probably rotate it and, and, and trust the players they're still international players so yeah you, you, you can't and give the other lads a, a runabout so you're through like, like I say you've got to keep an eye on, on the game today the, the Switzerland and Italy, uh, yeah. Italy, Italy game and, and see what happens there because if you know if Switzerland win then, uh, then Italy are going to need to really yeah. win against Wales because they only got three points and means uh, us and Switzerland will be on four. So you've got to see what the result comes today and then just take it from there, really. But I'm, I, could, I really do, you know, especially after he kept the same team from the first game, you know, he's got to give them a rest. You know, that was brave, I thought, to keep the same team because I think he could have easily bowed. To, you know, there was a lot of pressure on social media and media to bring in Ampadu and Nico Williams and yeah, well, you know, all, a, every, a, like you said, uh, like you said earlier, everyone's a football manager and, they, and everyone was putting out there what they think manager, they should do. And, and as you're a manager and you're in a camp, you know, you don't hear all that outside noise. So you just, you just, you know, tunnel vision, what you can see, you know, what your best players are. And you just go for maze, obviously felt, yeah, they, they played well and we go with them again on the same eleven. And, and it's it's worked out, but you know, next game he's, he's probably going to change it a bit because you know, let's say we're through to the next round, and the game after it is more important than the Italian game. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, so you don't uh, say you played the same team, and you know, Bale got uh, booked, Kiefer Moore got booked. Yeah, you know, that's a problem, isn't it? People are like, what the fuck is what? Sorry, what's the what's the manager doing? 
Point. No, you're right, mate. Yeah. Um, so here's a question for you. Um, just quickly, uh, Andy's gonna uh, he's gonna stay out for the last twenty minutes. He said he didn't want to disrupt the show and just having connection issues. But um, I'm gonna get onto uh, Streamyard and stuff and try and work out what's going on because haven't happened. Sometimes, uh, yeah. Sometimes it does that with me. You it's know, just weird. Every, like every now and again, yeah, it just crackles and it, yeah, it just just Wi-Fi, isn't it? Yes, there we are. There are a couple of questions I want to put to you, though, from the live chat. GD Parry says, uh, for Rodri, would you give uh, Ruben Corwell a chance versus Italy? Um, yes. It's a, big, it's a big ask, that, isn't it? He's so uh, he's so young. I haven't even played much for Cardiff. Yeah, but he's got to get experience, mate, and it's the perfect time to get him in. It's a dead rubber game with three. It's great experience for him, so yes, I would throw him in. Yeah, and I think, at the end of the day, like when you look at uh, England took uh, Theo Walcott, didn't they, when he was like 16 and then they yeah. never played him and it was almost no, like, what, what was the yeah, point? exactly, you know, what are you taking him for then? He's just a waste of space. You've got to, you know, give him the experience. This is the perfect opportunity. It's like a friendly, you know, it doesn't really matter but it's yeah. good quality opposition and see how he matches up and then you can you can chat kind of, you know, if we need him to come off the bench in, in, in the knockout game, then you, you know what he's made of and you know he's, he's confident to do that. So I would definitely give, you know, what are you bringing him for if, you, if you're not going to yeah. give, him, give him any minutes? So, yeah, he's obviously good enough to be in the squad. So, yeah, I'd stick him in. Yeah, young players as well. You just never know, like, how they're going to react and perform. Well, you know, you look at the likes of Rashford and Greenwood over recent years for United. Ryan, obviously, came in at 17. There's all sorts of people who they have been chucked in at the deep end, very young, and have gone on, you know, and really not just gone on and had good careers, but in those early games have done well. Um, so what we'll do is because obviously Andy's not here, so we'll do a, I'll throw a couple of questions at you from the okay. live chat and stuff. Um, James Costley says, Do you support Cardiff City? Yes. I knew the answer to that already because we discussed it before, but there we go. Um, Donna also says, are you still involved in football? Uh, I'm just finishing it. I'm not doing badges at the Welsh Bay, actually. Uh, finish it. So, yeah. Yeah, I am, yeah. Good stuff. So, you, I, you did did a bit of... I did my badges at the Welsh Bay, not the English Bay. That's the way. That's the way. like it. But um, there was another question I was going to throw to you. Where I can't find it. It's gone. Um in terms of tonight's game, I'm just looking at the uh, teams. Looks like Italy have pretty much gone with, uh, or they've made one change uh, right back. Uh, Di Lorenzo's come in for Florenzi. I was really, really impressed with um, Spinazzola um, in their first game. I thought he was phenomenal. Like, you know, the likes of in Insignia and Immobile, you know, Jorginho, they're the well-known players. But Spinazzola was fairly, you know, unknown. And I thought he was probably the standout performer for the whole first round of games, really. Well, when I was watching the game, there's this one thing comes to mind, thinking, you know, the work rate that the Italians that they put in, and Spinozola was was, was was spearheading that. So, yeah, it was, um, they looked really good, really good. And, you know, Mancini, I know from, from being at Manchester City, how good of a coach he is, and how disciplined and how well drilled the defence and how they to defend. But it seems to be good going forward as well. So I think they'll they'll be the kind of dark horses then of the of the tournament because you know everyone's talking about the big teams, France, Belgium, and I think Italy are like a real, real good, well-oiled team. Yeah, definitely a threat. And I think, like you said, before the tournament, no one was talking about them. It was almost like they were, you know, just kind of written off as not going to yeah, do that great. Marlon Cable just go 1-0, go 1-0, 1-0. Yeah. They got, in my opinion, they got the best keeper in the tournament and he's only young. And obviously they got the two experienced centre-backs who have been probably the best defenders in Europe for the last 15 yeah, years. You, so you can't go wrong with them too. No. Absolutely not. Um, Cade says, uh, who's your favourite ever Welsh footballer? Ooh. Ooh. I can say mine. So I'll say mine is Mark Hughes. Um, loved him growing up. Yeah, Sparky uh, was just uh, my hero. Yeah, no, I, I would probably go the other one. I would probably go in Rush. Yeah, I'd probably go in Rush. 
Good shout, mate. Good shout. The, 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 I look back and like that, that, um, that era of when I was growing up with the likes of Saunders and Rush and Mark Hughes and, you know, and you go on then and Ryan and Craig Bellamy and people come in. Like, it's almost quite gutting that a lot of those footballers didn't get to play at a national tournament for Wales. And any, when you go even further back, like Neville Southall, John Charles, people like that. And it shows what a big achievement it has been for Wales to get there, not just once, but to do it again. Yeah, um, that's, that's why you've got to give credit to, you know, the, the the previous manager before, because, you know, he did turn it around, brought young players in, give them experience, and that had to be done. You know, you're talking about the Slovakian team, how, they, how they've done that, or well, Wales have done the same. Yes, they've got Ramsey and Bale and a couple of, you know, experienced world-class players, but you know, you had to bring the young lads through as well. And, and, and you know, previous manager did that and, you know, wrote pages reaping the rewards from it. So, we had to be done. And that's the problem we probably had back in them. They were all old, you know, thinking of the back four. Was it Eric Young, Kevin yeah. Ratcliffe, Bolden? There was no, no young players coming through. No. So, yeah, it was... Um, you, know, you can never forget Gary Speed for what for what he did because he started it off by getting you know, into by starting that team and getting that team into Euro 16 from Gary Coleman did. You know, it was the, it was Gary, it was the belief that Gary Speed started, started wasn't it? So, mm. you know, it, that's probably the problem we had back in them days. We never had no young players. We never had a large squad. It was always probably the, the eleven was all right, but then after that, it was, yeah. it was crap. So and it's been I think it went... for a long time over for over the last seven, eight years. But when Gary Speed took over, really, he's kind of changed that. But when Ryan came in, he had to get rid of the, some of the old players and bring the new players in. And you reap the rewards from that now when he did that two, three years ago. Yeah, I mean, I think the worst period was when Vinnie Jones was Welsh captain, I think, because that was uh, a particularly dark period. But, oh um, my God! Stop! Can't stop. forget that one. But um, obviously, that's, but that's Bobby Gold for that. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Welsh as I am Chinese. Yeah, it's, it was embarrassing, mate. Honestly, it was. Uh, it's one of my one of my least favourite Welsh memories. I got to say, um, Richard Evans says Dan James is having an outstanding tournament so far, and he's another one who hasn't played loads for Man United this year. No, but, they, they, they haven't, but that's a good thing. It's a good thing and a bad thing because they need to get games, they need to get in. But, you know, they're fresh for the tournament. You know, Dan James has got a lot of energy. You like it when he's being brought up at 10 minutes and he, 10 minutes to go and he's kicking off. I love that because you don't want to be happy to come off. So, yeah, and he's come on and he's done done really well again today. So, you know, I'm still sitting on the fence because I see, see him play at Man United week in, week out when he does play. So, he's still yeah. a lot more to come from him. He just needs to keep them performances up and, and he can only get better because pace yeah, think... scares people to death and he's got... Absolutely. I think with him as well, I'm I'm hoping that United don't cut ties with him. Like, I think, I'm hoping that they, if they're anything, they send him out on loan because he hasn't had much luck with United. But you know they're going to have to make room for new signings, and I still believe that he's good enough and quick enough and skillful enough to, you know, to progress at United. Well, well, it looks like for him that Oli likes him. So you know, if, if he keeps the work rate and keeps doing the right things, then I don't think he'll be going on loan. I think you know if he's going to leave, they'll, they'll get rid of him. But I, I see him at least getting another year. Absolutely. Um, so we're going to finish up a little bit early tonight just because of the connection issues and stuff. And I want to get on to StreamYard and find out what the earth is going on. But um, obviously, Roger, you're coming back with us for a, a couple of shows yeah. throughout the tournament. Looking forward to that. And uh, Andy will be with us and we'll have the connection issues sorted. But uh, just off, how far do you see Wales going? Well, who's the potential they can, they can get in the next round, potentially? Let's have a look. You know, I, I haven't looked purposely because I was so well, nervous. If they're, playing, if they're playing, if they come second, they're playing in Amsterdam, and if they come yeah. first, they're playing in Wembley. We're playing in Wembley, so we are what we Group A, and we. It's group B, isn't it? Uh, yeah, sorry, no Group A. No, no, it, it, oh yeah, we play no, Group B. So yeah. if you, uh, so you've got Finland, Belgium, Russia, Denmark. 
that's it. So it'd be either Belgium or someone else. And Russia, I think, looked half tidy better than they did in the last tournament. So if we get second, we'd get once Russia. Get, once, yeah, once you get into the, the last 32, it doesn't really matter. They're all going to be no. good teams. And we didn't have a problem beating Belgium last, last tournament. So Absolutely. Yeah, uh, right, and plus Russia will want revenge on us, won't they? Because we um, we beat them comfortably in the last Euros. It's going to be very, very interesting. Um, guys, drop a like and subscribe and everything, all that good stuff. Um, you can find all the social media and stuff in the description. Apologies for the connection issues. Unfortunately, we're at the hands of technology and Wi-Fi, which uh, it is what it is. But uh, I hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back Friday and uh, also... Monday, Friday, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, next week. When, when am I on? I think when, it's when, Wednesday. Uh, I can't remember if it's next Wednesday or it's yeah, the Wednesday, Wednesday after. Wednesday. But right. I'll uh, I'll double check, mate. But All Rodri's right. joining us uh, for a few shows. G uh, David Giles is joining us as well uh, for a few shows. So uh, we'll have lots to talk about as the tournament progresses. But uh, in the meantime, we were just enjoying Wales pretty much qualifying for the next round let's not uh let's not curse it but uh let's see how the italy switzerland game goes uh guys thanks all for watching spread the word and uh, we'll be back friday seven o'clock rodri cheers for joining us mate appreciate it gotta find the clip simon come on Network.